Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the network should be used to use. No doubt starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for December the 6th in the year of our Lord, 2021. This is our one of two and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America. That is our guide. And absolutely, we're convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the Founding Fathers, one of the great restorative solutions we still have at our fingertips. As you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. A quick recap of Saturday's broadcast. As you know, I'm normally live six days a week. Last week, we had a few days off. But, man, we were hard hitting the days that we were there. I'll tell you that right now. Ladies and gentlemen, we talked about our good brother, Will Christensen. One of the co-founders of the Independent American Party, he passed away. We would also note that the other co-founder, Wayne Hill, of the Independent American Party passed away as well on November 2nd, 2021. So these two good brethren passed away about a month apart. Our prayers are with their families. Rip, Will, Rip, Wayne, rest in peace, my good brothers. God bless you for the dedication to liberty you had in life. And I'm sure as you continue into the next life uh, with your God, you will continue to advocate for liberty and work with us hand in hand on both sides of the veil for the sacred cause of liberty. We will miss these two men who felt so strongly about liberty that they gave freely of their time, their talents, their money, their resources to the independent American party and to the sacred cause of liberty. They believed and felt that they were inspired to create the party to preserve the Constitution, the supreme law of the land, the United States, and disseminate the foundational principles of liberty. God bless both you gentlemen. Thank you so much for your love, for your service, for your friendship. Just incredible gentlemen. We then dovetailed that into the broadcast we had on Friday, first hour with Christopher Carlson. Speak up. We are already in trouble. Warn the people. And so I've been warning you forever about the media and how the new media taking center stage is incredibly key, or one of the great keys to making sure we can fight this battle for liberty, to fight this continued war in heaven that's continued on the earth between tyranny, Satan's plan, and liberty, the plan of the Savior, or God's plan that the Savior Jesus Christ embraced, right? Anyway, I highlighted my behind-the-scenes conversation with a Ph.D. professor emeritus of communications at a well-known university. I called her CM for short, and I broke that down. It was long and detailed, our back and forth. It even went into the second hour behind the scenes. Email discussion continues. Wow. So here we are to this professor. You contact me, insult me, and claim that I am wrong. And didn't have my facts together. It turns out that you attacked me clearly without cause. I did have my facts together. You insult Joy Reid in the process. 
clearly without cause? What is your real agenda? Why did you really contact me? What is your goal? Maybe it's some, uh, maybe it's needed for some honesty on your end, I write. Even though we may disagree on some issues, we can still have open dialogue and respect for one another's beliefs, ladies and gentlemen. I may not agree with you on what you say, but I'll agree that you have the right to say it. What we lack most in our so-called enlightened day is open, kind, and moral leadership. What we need is good, honest, and wise statesmen and women who will tell the tale of liberty. Will we ever learn to disagree agreeably is the question that I ask in the end. Bottom line is this lady literally contacted me and attacked me, said your facts aren't right on a story. Turns out that it was literally an 18-month-ago broadcast. And I proved to her that I was right, and she admitted it, and then she attacked me, saying, well, you made it sound like it was a modern issue when it's not. And I said, no, it was a rebroadcast. The date of the show was on the start of the show. I never indicated this was recent. She then, you know, said, oh, you got me again. I'm wrong. You're right. And then she proceeded to attack me, saying that I unfairly represented the story. I pushed back. It comes down to opinion. She believes that that journalist, uh, Andrea Mitchell, is above reproach. I say shame on her jettisoning of journalistic standards. And I proceeded to answer that reflective question. Can white people grieve in mass when black people die? And the answer is, of course, the answer is yes. Incredible show. That was on Saturday, if you want to listen to the archives. If you want to listen to the Chris Carlson interview about warning the people, check it out. Friday, first hour, all available at libertyroundtable.com and lovingliberty.net. We've got a lot to cover and not enough time to get it all done, so we'll just jump right in. Lowell Nelson, my good brother, welcome back to Liberty Roundtable Live. Good to be with you, Sam. Thank you for having me. Speaking of warning the people, Rand Paul writes a letter to a bunch of us and warns us. And boy, it's shocking, lol. <laughs> it sure is, Sam. He writes uh, about the armed agents, okay, FBI agents in Texas, dispatched the homes of private citizens uh, to arrest parents who have the wrong opinions about critical race theory. Yes, you heard that correctly, folks. A minister and a veteran voiced opposition to a school board in the school district's police department. Boy, have you heard that before? A school district having a police department? Wow. In uh, coordination with the sheriff, they sent armed agents to arrest them in their home. Man, alive, Sam. Where was the constitutional sheriff in this case? Sounds to me like these two live in a county without one. Again, Folks, F, electing a sheriff who understands the proper role, uh, meaning standing between citizens and a tyrannical government, is one of the most important bulwarks citizens can establish. Well, so who are domestic terrorists in the eyes of the general government? Attorney General Merrick Garland thinks domestic terrorists are parents who do not share his left-wing views. Garland said he was going to send FBI agents uh, to crack down on these parents, and that's what he did. Representative Adam Schiff uh, said in an interview, why do I quote him? Well, because he's part of this general government. He said, we need to elevate our response to domestic terrorism, to put it on a plane with our response to international terrorism. Wow. Well, as Rand Paul states in his email, they've made it clear who they think the domestic terrorists are. Conservatives who speak their mind, end of quote. In related news, Sam, um, I have to tell you about this FBI raid on the home of an activist mom in Colorado, but 
Any other comments about Rand Paul's letter before we jump to this related story? Well, just that they're sending armed agents to deal with critical race theory. They're sending armed agents to deal with anybody who pushes back at a government school meeting. They're now sending uh, goons around regarding vaccinations. This is a Joe Biden presidential push. Garland is just downstream part of Biden's belligerent power grab is what we're really discussing here. Lowell, to make it very clear. Right. And I don't even think as Biden masterminded this uh, you know, as part of his administration. I think there's probably some uh, puppet uh, spring pullers behind him who are, who are pushing these things. I, I don't think I don't think Mr. Joe Biden really has the mental capacity anymore to, to be doing this kind of stuff. But nevertheless, it's happening. And let's be very clear, too, all of these things happening in coordination uh, in their totality could never have happened uh, all of a sudden with Joe jumping into power. Uh, this has been in planning and coordination, and um, this is a coordinated, um, synergistic effort that has put, been put together and planned uh, literally for years. And, and as you study and understand what's being rolled out simultaneously, you can come to no other conclusion when the issue is honesty, Lowell. Well, good point, Sam. So here in Colorado, uh, an FBI special weapons and tactics team, meaning a SWAT team, along with state and local authorities, they went to a home of an active mother of four in Grand Junction, Colorado. Um, uh, when was this? About two weeks ago, just two weeks ago. Sharona Bishop is the mother of four children, She's a constitutional conservative. She's an American patriot who tenaciously defends core values of God-fearing patriots who do not want to lose the freedoms and rights of all citizens who live in the greatest country in the world. Well, this is according to her bio on the Truth and Liberty Coalition website. Uh, she runs the America's Mom platform dedicated to parents' education on Colorado legislation concerning public schools. Uh, she's been a vocal opponent of the indoctrination of American children in the public schools and has been involved in local school-based and congressional races. Um, in fact, Sam, she flipped nine school boards in her area, uh, in Colorado area where she lives there. Flipped meaning took them away from the status and put them back in the hands of, you know, grassroots citizens like you and me. And I think this is probably one of the reasons that they got upset with her. But anyway, a couple of uh, Tuesdays ago, uh, Bishop was uh, homeschooling with her children when she heard a knock on the door, profuse pounding on her door. It was about 9 in the morning. And uh, so she uh, had a premonition and asked her children to, to hide in their bedroom. She went to the door just as SWAT team broke it down with battering ram. And um, they took Bishop outside of the building, outside of her house, and handcuffed her and um, and kept her there for for a while. Watch, they, they searched the house, Sam. Ladies and gentlemen, segments of our government have flat out gone rogue. This is Liberty Roundtable Live. As a parent, is receiving a faith-based, character-focused education for your children difficult to find? Do you believe that godly principles should be a central component in your child's education? 
Imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center, where heritage and responsibility instill character. For over 40 years, American Heritage School has been educating both hearts and minds, bringing out academic excellence. This is the school where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental, where students' national test scores average near the 90th percentile. With American Heritage School's Advanced Distance Education Program, distance is no longer an issue. With an accredited LDS-oriented curriculum from kindergarten through 12th grade, your children can attend from anywhere in the world. American Heritage School will prepare your child for more than a job. It will prepare them for life. To learn more, visit American-Heritage.org. That's American-Heritage.org. As the United States boldly stepped forward in the glorious light provided by its new constitution in 1787, the nations of the earth were in awe of the newfound strength and hope of this free land. Today, the nation stands at a crossroads. A divergence from the original intent put forth in the United States Constitution has brought grave threats to our beloved nation. A miracle is needed if the United States is to survive. That miracle is again the pure application of the United States Constitution. I'm Scott Bradley. In my To Preserve the Nation book and lecture series, I bring forth truths that will help raise up a new generation of statesmen like those noble Americans who founded this land. Vigorous application of these principles will invigorate and restore the nation, and we may become again the freest, most prosperous, most respected, and happiest nation on earth. Visit topreservethenation.com to begin that restoration. Nelson, CampaignForLiberty.org, and Sam Bushman on your radio. We're talking about this war on domestic terror. Senator Rand Paul writes, armed agents in Texas have been dispatched to the homes of citizens who challenge critical race theory. Now in Colorado, a homeschooling mother literally gets a battering ram hammered down her door and the family yanked out while they're at home. Lol. Yep, uh, just minding their own business, really. And it was interesting, the charges, they wouldn't show her a search warrant when she asked for one at the beginning, but after the search was concluded, they left behind papers relating to their search indicating that she was suspected of, of causing, quote, intentional damage to a protected computer, comma, wire fraud, comma, and conspiracy to cause damage to a protected computer, end of quote. That's what the search warrant said. Amazing. I, I, you know, Bishop uh, Sharona Bishop is neither a violent person nor a criminal. They could have talked to her any time. She was very vocal, visiting school board uh, meetings and, and, and talking around town and, and being uh, vocal on her platform. And they could have just visited with could just have talked with her. I mean, yeah, why did the they have to batter down her door? Because the grand conspiracy for tyranny requires the fear factor to be ratcheted up at every level on every person in society. And if you raid that home like that, batter in the door, you know, yank her out, do all this stuff, then, hey, the whole country is in fear that, lol, you're going to be next, buddy. Sam, you're going to be next, buddy. And that fear factor is being ratcheted up to extreme levels, showing the true color and intent of the real terrorists. 
ladies and gentlemen. They blame us for domestic terror, but it's them that are committing domestic terror, ladies and gentlemen. Any final comments on that, Law? That's it, Sam. Thank you for uh, helping us uh, be the platform for this important message. We're, we're, we're raising the voice of warning here, uh, ladies and gentlemen. We need more of these mama bears out there, uh, uh, you know, flipping school boards and raving against CRT. I'm telling you, we need to do it now while we can before the tyranny tightens down, Sam. And don't believe the dishonest misconception that, oh, I'd rather, I'm glad it wasn't me, I'm glad it was somebody else, I'll just keep my head down, it won't happen to me. All that'll happen if we stay silent and don't stand up, lol, is the reign of terror will get more and more and more uh, holistic, abusive in your face, and it will eventually snare you as well. Don't deceive yourself otherwise. Here's some proof to make the point. Last week, on November 30th, the U.S. House of Representatives passed H.R. 550. It hasn't passed the Senate. It's not signed by the president yet, but they're well on their way. Lol, what is it, and how do we deal with it? It is called the Immunization Infrastructure Modernization Act. And it was sponsored by Representative Annie Kuster uh, to bolster our country's vaccine infrastructure in the wake of the COVID-19 so-called pandemic. This bill would provide government $400 million, bucks, your, your tax dollars, to create a system uh, defined as, quote, a confidential, population-based, computerized database recording immunization doses any healthcare provider administers to persons within the geographic area that database covers, end of quote. Yeah, so it would basically improve and expand information sharing between state and federal governments as well as public and private healthcare providers to ensure vaccines are being administered effectively and efficiently across states and territories. These systems can allow providers to keep vaccines and supplies in stock, prevent over or under vaccination, remind parents when they are due for a recommended vaccine, and identify areas of low vaccination rates to ensure equitable distribution of vaccines. End of that quote. So, I mean, that's what they say about the bill. That's what Kuster wrote about the bill. Not a single Democrat voted against the bill, but... 80 Republicans voted for it. In fact, Sam, all four members of the U.S. House from Utah voted for it. Despicable. And all so I can say what... is shame, shame, shame on them. Uh, again, this is where the Republican Party, I know people want to you know, vote Republican because they believe that it's better than the Democrats, but this is where evil is still evil. This is where we're deceived. Every time we have a chance to stop something, enough of our quote party or the republicans if you will and i'm not even a republican i'm just kind of highlighting this point every time we're betrayed by our own that happened with health care that's happening with this that's happened with i mean it goes on and on and on and on the spending bills they plant claim and hold out and do this and that and then they betray us the supreme court we put guys on the supreme court so-called conservatives nine times out of ten one or two of them just enough we're always almost there but we never ever get the job done it seems lol and this is no uh different there's a republican from uh, illinois mary miller one of uh the 130 republicans who voted no she told breitbart news on wednesday of last week 
that the legislation would enable the federal government to track unvaccinated Americans who, quote, will be targeted and forced to comply with Biden's crazy global vaccination vision, end of quote. Yeah, so she's asking the question, do we really trust the government to protect our medical records? Um, And then she says, quote, the bill's author even bragged in her press release, these systems will help the government remind patients when they are due for a recommended vaccine and identify areas with low vaccination rates to ensure equitable distribution of vaccines. This was, and then she sums this up. She says, this was clearly a legislative tool to enforce vaccine mandates and force their Orwellian rules onto those not complying. Right? So this is, this is just raunchy. Yeah, it's going to give, and by the way, it's going to be done with uh, perverse financial incentives because if you are a state that uh, that puts into effect this uh, these infrastructure modernization things to vaccine databases then you get what you get more money <laughs> according to the bill's text the government would award grants and cooperative agreements to health departments or other local government entities for agreeing to adopt the new data collection guidelines this is the CDC set any agencies hoping to receive a grant must agree to comply with security standards to protect personal health information. These now, let's be very clear, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. They don't have authority to collect this information. That's the first issue. Even if Congress pretends they have authority, uh, they don't. That was never delegated to Congress constitutionally speaking. The consent of the governed never gave consent. Let's be very clear on that reality. Secondly, the states don't have to obey the federal government on any point. We should highlight that check and balance of dual sovereignty every time we get the opportunity. The next point to be made about this is even if they had authority to gather the information, which they don't, information is not evil. It's who's in charge of it and how it's used that can become evil. And in this case, that same group, that same database, those who are in charge of that information can remind you when you don't have a vaccine or they can make sure that if you don't get your vaccine, you can't buy anything, that you can't participate in society, that you can't go on a plane, that you can't go to the store, that you eventually there will be measures put in place uh, that say measures that say, look, you're not complying with the database requirements. And they'll back into this and say, this is mandated by Congress. You must comply or else you cannot have your liberty that's where this is headed lol and we know it because we see it already in so many other venues you push back against crt wow the fbi is going to come to your house you and and they'll make up charges they'll bury you financially they'll batter ram your door down you don't stand a chance against these goons that's where we're headed with this let's make sure it's very clear very clear sam and the problem is they don't have as many people as we have, folks. They have, what, 5,000 BATF agents in the whole country, and, and, and we have, you know, what, what, 300 million people, well over 300 million people in this country. And so when you look at it, it's out of pure numbers perspective. They do not have the manpower to enforce all of their mandates. And so that's where we need to, to make sure that, yeah, yeah, we, that, that's why we're saying we need to stand up. We have the numbers right now. We have it, the powers in our hands. 
Only and if we so, use it, though. Otherwise, there is no power. <laughs> yep. We got to All right. Now, I mentioned it. to you, ladies and gentlemen, this is very important. I mentioned to you that they will use this database as a hammer against us. They've already got a database about who's vaccinated and not. And you have to prove you're vaccinated to go on a cruise. Well, some people did that. They proved they were vaccinated. They went on a cruise. It didn't go very well. Details from Lil Nelson, campaignforliberty.org, in mere seconds on Liberty Roundtable Live. Proclaiming liberty across the land. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. Early data from the new Omicron variant of COVID-19 does not indicate a great degree of danger. There is an expectation that 30% of the non-vaxxers under no circumstances would I get a vaccination because of the new variant are now saying I'm going to get a vaccination. Reports from South Africa where it emerged suggest hospitalization rates have not increased alarmingly. 98-year-old Senator Bob Dole, a son of Kansas and a World War II battlefield survivor, became one of the longest-serving Republican leaders. He passed in his sleep Sunday morning. A Myanmar court sentenced the country's ousted leader, Aung San Suu Kyi, on Monday to four years in prison on charges of inciting public unrest. The 76-year-old faces 11 charges in what many are calling politically motivated. Thanks for listening. It's well appreciated. We are USA Radio News. Hi, this is Wayne Allen Root. Are you among the millions of Americans who feel uncertain when it comes to your health care? I'm happy to inform you there is a solution, and that solution is Liberty HealthShare. Liberty HealthShare is a community of like-minded people who work together to pay for their medical costs. There are no networks, so you choose your doctor, you choose your hospital. Liberty HealthShare allows you to easily decide how, when, and where you will access health care because our rights come from God, not government. It could be the best practical, moral, and economical choice for you and your family. It was for me. I joined. You may be into punk rock, soft rock, or classic rock, R&B, hip-hop, or house, country, techno, or techno country. But no matter what kind of music you listen to, here's something else you should hear. Please consider getting vaccinated. Talk to your pharmacist today about Comirnaty, COVID-19 vaccine mRNA. This message brought to you by BioNTech and Pfizer. Let's get a COVID-19 Omicron variant update. A third of U.S. states report cases of the new coronavirus variant, although the health officials suggesting that it may be less dangerous than the previous Delta variant. Thus far, the signals are a bit encouraging regarding the severity. But again, you got to hold judgment until we get more experience. Dr. Anthony Fauci on CNN State of the Union. CDC Director Rochelle Walensky telling ABC's This Week we can expect more cases in the coming days. We know we have, um, you know, several dozen cases and we're following them closely and we are every day hearing about more and more probable cases. So that number is likely to rise. Walensky saying 99.9% of the cases in in the U.S. are the Delta variant. From the USA Radio News Oregon Bureau, I'm Jeremy Scott. The Detroit Lions won their first NFL game this year by beating the Vikings Sunday. The record is now 110-1. USA Radio News. 
According to the Louisiana Department of Health, ladies and gentlemen, all crew members and everybody on the ship was fully vaccinated, ladies and gentlemen. So they took off on a cruise. It didn't go so well. So let me be very clear. We, in this case, um, have a law. It's not really a law, but there you go, where people have to be vaccinated. They all did that. They all got the shot. The, quote, experimental vaccine that does serious, serious damage. The evidence becomes abundantly clear the further we get into this thing. Anyway, and they literally follow all the guidelines. We do exactly what they tell us, quote, to do. And it goes all wrong, lol. Yeah, 3,200 passengers, Sam. 100% of them had been fully vaccinated at least two weeks before boarding this cruise ship that left New Orleans uh, last week, November 28th. It got back to port yesterday, December 5th, at, uh, you know, after making stops in Mexico, Honduras, and Belize, and they reported 10 cases, okay? 10 cases of COVID-19 were reported uh, on this cruise, but here's the kicker, Sam. Um, well, there's two kickers. Number one, you already mentioned it, they were all fully vaccinated. All the crew, all the staff, all the passengers, 100% of the human beings on that cruise ship have been vaccinated at least two weeks prior to boarding that ship. That's kicker number one. Basically, that you know, vaccination does no good, right? I mean, how, how, you know, these are, these are breakthrough cases. You get COVID whether you have it or not. But the second kicker is this. Um, the 10 cases were, quote, asymptomatic. <laughs> I mean, meaning, meaning they didn't feel sick, they didn't look sick, and yet these cases were, were, were classified as you know, COVID-19 cases uh, on board, right? They did tests of these people on board, and they found that they were, you know, they, they, they tested positive for covid and yet they were asymptomatic. So, anyway, 3,200 people go on a cruise ship. They all have a good time, great time. And then some of these defective PCR tests come back positive, these false positives. Ten false positives come back. And uh, and now it, we're hearing about it. It makes makes headline news. I mean, I, I don't understand. Yeah, it's more, more of the fear porn, uh, fear that's being mongered by the CDC and the mainstream news outlets, Sam. That's all I can figure. Just that makes me never want to go on a cruise ship, Sam. Well, not only does it make you never want to go on a cruise ship, but here's the problem, ladies and gentlemen. This is what they're telling us the solutions are. They've been telling us this for 18 months. Get the vaccination, you'll all be good. The vaccinations are safe and effective. And, and now we have 10 confirmed cases out of the 3,200 people uh, on the ship, but they say that everybody who leaves the ship now is going to have to be tested again. I thought they said vaccinated people didn't need to be tested. Remember that lie? You need to be tested if you're not vaccinated, but the vaccinated people need to be tested. Now they're saying they're going to test everybody coming off the ship, and the question is, what will the number really rise to? And can we even trust the numbers that come out of this? In other words, if, if it turns out to be, uh, you know, a 1,000 have COVID, will they really report that a thousand vaccinated people coming off a ship have COVID or will they somehow minimize those numbers, ladies and gentlemen? This is very serious when an outbreak on a ship happens for fully vaccinated passengers, according to the Louisiana Department of Health, Lowell. I'll tell you what, Sam, it's sobering. Uh, These, uh, you know, I, 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 sometimes I think the news media, they don't know what they want to report. Sometimes they want to report tons of, of cases, 
to, to, to spread the fear of that and ratchet up the need to be so-called vaccinated. But then they, if they report that too much, then they, they, everybody's going to know that their vaccines aren't effective, right? And if they, if, if, and, but, but on the other hand, if they don't report all of these cases, then, you know, where's the fear? How are they going to monger the fear? So um, I, I think they, So if they were not vaccinated, this would be the top story. If they're all vaccinated, they minimize the story and say, don't worry, we got a handle on this out of 3,200. 3, it was only 10, no big deal. And they try to dismiss it. But I'll tell you what, they simply do not want to report. They don't want to report the smoking gun data we are now gaining uh, regarding this whole huge gargantua scandal. Lol. Well, thanks to the efforts of a group called the Public Health and Medical Professionals for Transparency, we now have smoking gun confidential documents that show that Pfizer and the FDA knew early this year in 2021, early this year, that Pfizer's mRNA vaccines were killing thousands of people, causing spontaneous abortions or miscarriages, and damaging three times more women than men. All right, this one. Now that is shocking doctor. because we've told you there was baby, um, you know, parts or whatever you want to call it, baby tissue in these vaccines. They said, "Oh no, there's not." Even though now we find out through whistleblowers that there is. Now we and then we said, "Hey, it makes you sterile or it can cause problems with your baby." They lied and said, "No, no, no." Those who say that are into conspiracy theory. Now we have smoking gun documents proving the vaccine companies documented that to the FDA before the vaccines were ever even emergency authorized. Lol. This is why they wanted to um, uh, delay the release of this information for 55 years. They actually asked a judge to delay the release of this information for 55 years. Well, fortunately, Sam, this court judge disagreed, and he ordered the release of 500 documents per month and, the very, and in the very first batch of documents that were released last week, they contained this bombshell document entitled The Cumulative Analysis of Post-Authorization Adverse Event Reports. The document reveals that within just 90 days after the emergency use authorization release of Pfizer's mRNA vaccine, the company was already aware of voluntary, voluntarily reported adverse reaction uh, uh, that yeah, these adverse reactions are got voluntarily reported. They weren't required, but they volunteered this information. They revealed 1,223 deaths and over 42,000 adverse reports, describing a total of 158,000 adverse reactions. The reports written. Say, say those numbers that, again. This is worth repeating. Say the number again, because again, when they you take the vaccine, they want you to believe it's safe and effective, and there's really nobody getting harmed. In fact. Anybody who suggests that's a conspiracy theorist, the only real way forward for safety, for effectiveness to stop COVID is the vaccines. But listen to these numbers again. Lol. 1,223 deaths, over 42,000 adverse reports, describing a total of 158,893 adverse reactions. Okay, so 42,000 reports of various adverse reactions, 1,200 of them being death. These reports originate from a number of countries, including the U.S., the U.K., Italy, Germany, France, Portugal, Spain, and other nations. So what's shocking about this, Sam, is that the FDA knew and Pfizer knew of these deaths. 
but Steele reported that the mRNA vaccines were, quote, safe and effective. Well, these barely scratch the surface of the damage and the deaths caused by these vaccines, Sam, right? Um, the document reveals that more than three times as many women are damaged than men. Uh, there were 29,914 adverse events recorded in women, and with just 9,182 recorded for men, so roughly 30,000 adverse events in women, 10,000 in men. Um, and, uh, and yet, these were labeled safe and effective. And by the way, under the label of missing, missing information, Pfizer also told the FDA that it has no information about the use in pregnancy and lactation. Um, nothing, uh, and also the use in pediatric individuals less than 12 years of age, right? No information in those two categories. And yet, <laughs> they, it, this vaccine has been labeled safe and effective for pregnant women. It's been labeled safe and effective for children down to five years of age, right? Even though Pfizer admitted and told the FDA outright they have no information about the use of this mRNA vaccine for in, in, in pregnant and lactating women and in children uh, less than 12 years of age. These, they just lie, folks. These, they're just lying to you when they say this vaccine is safe and effective. They know for sure they don't have the data. They don't have the information. They even admit it in this bombshell document report, Sam. And so what we, what we really have here is, 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 is just, it, this is a criminal conspiracy, Sam, and, and, and these people need to be held to account for it. They need to be indicted, and they need to be thrown in, in prison. They need to be criminally prosecuted uh, for, for this, for, for um, putting a product on the market that they knew with, with credible evidence from the manufacturer itself were not safe, nor, was, nor were these things effective. And yet they marketed it as though it were, Sam. The FBA, ladies and gentlemen, the FBA committed criminal fraud and misrepresentation in approving mRNA vaccines as safe and effective, ladies and gentlemen. You know what? The fact is we need Nuremberg trials to start now. Okay, top FDA decision makers must now face arrest and criminal prosecution. Liberty Roundtable Live in seconds. Okay, girls, about finished with your lesson on money. Daddy, what is a buy-sell spread for gold coins? Well, when you sell a gold coin to a coin shop that's worth, say, $1,200, you don't actually get $1,200. But don't worry, we're members of UPMA now, so we don't have to worry about that. Daddy, what if somebody steals our gold? We don't have any gold at the house. It's stored safely in the UPMA vault, securely and insured. But the S&P 500 outperformed gold. Daddy, gold is a bad investment. Some people do think of it that way, but actually gold is money. And as members of the United Precious Metals Association, we can use our gold at any store, just like a credit card. Or I can ask them to drop it right into mommy and daddy's bank account because we're a UPMA member family. Find out more at upma.org. That's upma.org. Why don't we say to the government writ large that they have to spend a little bit less? 
Anybody ever had less money this year than you had last? Anybody better have a 1% pay cut? You deal with it. That's what government needs, a 1% pay cut. If you take a 1% pay cut across the board, you have more than enough money to actually pay for the disaster relief. But nobody's going to do that because they're fiscally irresponsible. Who are they? Republicans. Who are they? Democrats. Who are they? Virtually the whole body is careless and reckless with your money. So the money will not be offset by cuts anywhere. The money will be added to the debt, and there will be a day of reckoning. What's the day of reckoning? The day of reckoning may well be the collapse of the stock market. The day of reckoning may be the collapse of the dollar. When it comes, I can't tell you exactly, but I can tell you it has happened repeatedly in history when countries ruin their currency. I want to dedicate this song to Mr. Rupert Murdoch. Ladies and gentlemen, the FDA committed fraud, criminal fraud, and misrepresentation when they approved these experimental mRNA vaccines as safe and effective because you know what? Top FDA decision makers literally knew the truth because Pfizer told them so, that people were dying left and right. Smoking documents, smoking gun documents, I'm sorry, prove this reality, ladies and gentlemen. TheTruthAboutVaccines.com is where you can learn more. TheTruthAboutVaccines.com. I'm going to say it one more time. TheTruthAboutVaccines.com. We need to fire Fauci. Fauci's lying about Rand Paul, who's blowing the whistle on this. And we really need to stand together uh, because you know what, ladies and gentlemen? COVID is a pandemic, a fear manufactured by authorities. Even a Yale University professor is now doubling down with that reality check. We have got to reject the criminal fraud. We've got to stop these deadly vaccinations that are now being targeted to our children. Final comment on this one, Lol? Uh, that's it, Sam. A great uh, summary. We, we, well, well there's this quietude of the people, right? Federalist number 46, that's what Madison said. In order to stop the overreach of a federal government that's too big and has uh, too long of a reach, disquietude of the people. Sam, we, we need to stand up and make our voices heard. That's, that's the answer. Amen to that reality check, ladies and gentlemen. This is serious business indeed. The truth about vaccines.com. That's the website you need to know. The truth about vaccines.com. Uh, all right, lol. We've got to fight on so many fronts, critical race theory, vaccines, vote fraud, the initiative petition, reforming Utah's election process got filed last week. Securevoteutah.org for more. Lol. That's right, Sam. Initiative petition that would uh, take us back uh, 40, 50 years uh, to uh, paper ballots cast in person on Election Day, uh, but allowing for absentee ballots for those who simply cannot vote in person, um, cast in local precincts and counted by local volunteer election judges, not by computers, okay, not centralized computers, but counted by human beings, one by one, observed by your neighbors. Um, this, this is the way we did it in Utah for decades, Sam. And uh, so we, this group of activists 
that filed this petition with the lieutenant governor in, here in Utah last week, they want to put this uh, on the general election ballot in 22 to allow the, all of the registered voters in, 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 vote, in Utah vote on whether we want to go back to this or not. Basically, it's, it's security over convenience, right? I mean, I agree, it's convenient to, uh, to mail in a ballot. You know, just 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 uh, fill it out of your kitchen table and then put it in the mailbox and and uh, away it goes. Well, that that's one way of doing an election, but it's not secure. It's convenient, yes, but it's not secure. And ladies and, so, and gentlemen, if you have a problem with the scandals that have been taking place with the huge segments of society now that simply cannot trust the system, whether there was vote fraud or not, you can decide for yourselves. I'm convinced there was absolutely vote fraud committed. Others can say I'm involved in a conspiracy theory. But the problem is, if you think that convenience is worth the whole national fabric being divided over this issue, then you're crazy. I don't think it's more convenient at all. In the short term, may be true. But in the reality, when it comes to the security of, the protection of, the integrity of the United States elections, all the way from your precinct level, all the way up to the federal level, or the general government level. Okay, it is not convenient to have this rift in the population to where both sides claim the other side has not a clue and is dishonest and whatever. That's not convenient. That strikes at the very heart of what makes America tick, lol. Yes, so to decentralize that process is the key. We decentralize the counting process, the casting of ballots and the counting of those ballots we decentralize those to every voting precinct in the state, and then it becomes the responsibility of our own selves, our own neighbors, to, to, to uh, administer the election and to count the ballots in the presence of, of witnesses one by one, by hand, in other words, not using computers that can be corrupted, can be manipulated, uh, by people above these central processing ballot counting units, right? And so it, it's just a much better way to go. There's no chain of custody issues. Basically, you go to the, your polling location, you cast a ballot, it sits there in the box all day long until it begins to be counted. You can watch the ballot come out of the boxes and being counted one by one, and you know the results of the election before 10 or 11 p.m. in, in that's many That's the way cases. you don't have a short memory, Americans. Remember, that's the way it used to be, like clockwork. Yeah. If you want convenience, what you want is the system to work without any questions and to be timely. And the only way to make that happen is incredible vote watchers under the penalty of perjury, precinct by precinct, in-person voting, and then you want to basically make sure that it all happens timely. The answer to the problem, the solution is very simple. Please go immediately now to securevoteutah.org. Put your name your, on the line to support this effort. I signed the petition with a notary the other day at, at an event, lol. You rock, Sam. That is awesome. We have a deadline, Sam, February 15. We need to gather 150,000 signatures from registered voters in Utah to make this, well, to put this uh, proposed law on the ballot in 22. And so we're asking people to go, just like you did, to securevoteutah.org. Give us your name and contact information so we can organize ourselves over the next three weeks 
and be prepared to hit the ground running on January, that first weekend in January, and begin collecting these signatures. We'll need to collect about 25,000 per week for six weeks in order to hit our targets. So uh, that's why it's important to do this now, folks. Uh, if you live in Utah, uh, can help with this, please join us at secureVoteUtah.org. Sam? All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm, I'm telling you, we need three hours to cover the incredible topics that we're discussing today with Lowell Nelson, CampaignForLiberty.org. He does a phenomenal job just watching the news, watching the web, keeping an eye on and a finger on the pulse of the things that are happening in America that matter the most. That's what Liberty Roundtable, by the way, is all about. But Joel Skousen was able to give an end-of-year briefing to folks in Payson, Utah, and Lowell has an update. I, I just hope we have enough time to do this justice. Lowell? <laughs> well, <laughs> we'll hit the highlights, Sam. Uh, Joel Skousen, he's a political scientist, a high-security retreat consultant. He's been around the block uh, longer than you and I have been, Sam, and he has a great deal of wisdom. He's got insiders all over the world that uh, feed him information. What's really going on inside the uh, you know dark operations uh, world, and, and of course he can connect the dots. Um, this briefing was held at Payson High School uh, this year. Sam it has a big auditorium that would accommodate a thousand people. We chose that spot because we needed more room, frankly. Uh, the, uh, we, we had 320 people attend last year, 400 this year, and so we needed that auditorium to accommodate the, the, the many, many people who, who come and listen to Joel Skousen. Now, Sam, for many years, Joel has been warning us to prepare for the economic and political upheaval that, that we're beginning to encounter right now. I mean, you talk about the COVID uh, pandemic. I mean, that is political upheaval. That's economic upheaval. We've been talking about this for years. He's been warning us, and 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 so we're now beginning to see and feel those upheavals in our societies around the world. Uh, well, Joel repeated his warning about warning about the threat of an EMP strike, the need for a nuclear fallout shelter and not to be in the blast zone of a nuclear strike against a military target, such as Hill Air Force Base in, up there in Clearfield, Utah. Um, Joel reminded us about uh, Presidential Directive uh, 60, um, uh, signed by Clinton in 1997, which is still in effect, which says, essentially, that we are to absorb a first strike, a nuclear first strike, before retaliating. But with what, <laughs> said Joel, if we absorb that first strike and they take out our nuclear missiles, then how are we going to retaliate? Well, that is an important question, and nobody wants to address it, really. I mean, and, and so following this initial strike, uh, probably an EMP strike, by the way, we will probably suffer for a year without electricity in this country. Because why? Well, an EMP strike would disable most of the transformers that uh, dot our electrical grids here in this country. Those transformers enable power to be transmitted over the transmission lines to almost everywhere in our country. Without those transformers, we don't transmit electricity. It turns out that we buy our transformers from China, and they take a long time to manufacture. Well... 
<laughs> and this was kind of fun, Joel, uh, or Sam. Joel observed that about half of us are overweight, encouraged us to heed the promptings of conscience in all things, especially the little temporal things. If we cannot hear and heed his voice in small temporal things, then there is little hope for us as we face the bigger challenges that lie ahead of us. And, and Sam, this was a theme that he, he only spent five minutes on it this year, but last year, as you may remember, he spent a full 20 minutes on this very important topic of helping people understand the voice of conscience, the promptings of conscience in their, you know, in their, you know how they feel about it in their heart, uh, how they feel in their stomach, how they feel in their mind about something. How, and, and so, folks, you can go, if you go to the YouTube channel of, of Latter-day Conservatives, uh, latter -day, I think it's like ldconservatives.com or whatever, and, and go to the bottom and hit the YouTube channel link, you can get his, his, uh, his speech from last year on the promptings of conscience. Absolutely 20 minutes of very valuable information to help us make decisions and, re and respond to the important feelings that heaven sends to each one of us. Well, Sam, the devil wants us to believe that all is well in Zion and uh, so that we will fail to preserve our, uh, prepare ourselves, our homes, and our families. If we don't think there's a danger, we're not going to prepare for, for uh, the, the economic chaos and upheaval that's coming. And so, um, yeah, that, that's, that's the bottom line, Sam. Um, well, he did talk about the COVID pandemic. Uh, it's one of the three great deceptions. And um, talked about the defective lab tests, the defective false positives in this test, uh, the CDC claim about asymptomatic carriers. <laughs> it's just crazy, Sam. Wonderful, wonderful um, uh, presentation. It will be available on the net in the next week or two, and we'll let you know when it is available. Sam? JoelSkousen.com, WorldAffairsBrief.com. There you have it. We provide a witness and a warning every day on your radio ladies and gentlemen we've done it for more than 25 years it's not just about sam's babblings it's the round table thank you to lowell nelson campaign for liberty.com joel skousen and many others to make these reports possible god bless you sir thank you sam good to be with you for lowell nelson and sam bushman we declare this nation shall endure god save the republic of the united states of america Live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk, radio Show. Talk Show. All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that ever refused to use, no doubt, continues now. This is is the broadcast for December the 6th in the year of our Lord, 2021. This is our two of two and our goal always to promote God, family, and country, and to protect life, liberty, and property on your radio in the traditions of our founding fathers. As you know, we use the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America as our guide. After all, it is the supreme law 
of the land. As you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. And as you also know, we believe the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by our founding fathers are one of the great key solutions we still have at our fingertips to restore the republic in the traditions of our founding fathers. It is about God, family, and country. And we have a very unique broadcast for you today, ladies and gentlemen. We have two guests, a husband and wife team. Doug and Amelia Ford are with us. They have a website called psalmsoflove.com. Psalmsoflove.com. And they together as a husband and wife team run an incredible, non-denominational, multicultural ministry, ladies and gentlemen. Why? Because the body of Christ is one in him. The body of Christ is one in him, no matter where we choose to worship. No matter where you are in the world, his divine creation, the opportunity for us to come together and drop on the power of Almighty God who loves us infinitely is available to us all. Doug, Amelia, welcome to Liberty oh, Roundtable morning, Live. Ben. Good morning. Thank you for having us. Hi, Amelia. Thank you. Hi. Thanks for having us. All right. Now, you guys have multifaceted uh, capabilities uh, in your ministry. Doug uh, does word and song, right? Yeah. Uh, ministering and song. And then your banners and dance, right, Amelia? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. All right, we sing about God, we dance of God, uh, we dance for God, we teach of God, we serve yes. in his honor. Uh, Doug, let's start out and learn about how did you guys create the ministry in the first place? What got you on this path in life? Uh, well, we I've always been involved uh, music-wise, you know, growing up. I've always been musically inclined, you know, piano, different instrumentations. And we got started on this path years ago and our path actually started uh we were at a phil driscoll concert one time and we knew that we were just craving what we were feeling in that service it was there was no boundaries there was uh just worshiping god every one in the body together it didn't matter what church that they went to we were all together as one body. And as we just continued to crave that, we started going and digging and just digging deeper and digging deeper in God. And we started, uh, he gave us the uh, opening at one point, and we started just worshiping in music. It started as just doing maybe like a, you know, just one song here and there as a special. I would sing a song at a church where we were invited to go and she uh, would, she actually started out signing. Uh, she would sign the words of the song and, and, and do it with, you know, a lot of uh, feeling and emotion. And then it went further from that and God brought banners into play and she started dancing. And of course, we know in the Bible, David danced before God when they brought the ark back into Israel. So it is scriptural, 
and it is wonderful. And when you're in the presence of God, and there, there's nothing like it. So, I mean, that's kind of how we got started. And it started with one song here and there, and then it just grew to more and more. And we started um, worshiping and being used as worship leaders in different churches that we helped. And the comical thing was, and we know we all know that God has a good sense of humor. Is yes, he does. He, <laughs> <laughs> he would use us in Spanish churches that were needing help with, you know, with worship, you know, or needing a worship leader. And well, I'm 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 just an old gringo myself, so I <laughs> I don't speak very much Spanish. But I can sing it, you know, phonetically written in front of me. Uh, I always like to say, I know enough Spanish to be dangerous. But <laughs> Well, here's what we know. We know enough Spanish. The Lord uses tongues to help us convey his spirit to others. And the music, the love, yeah. the dance um, supersedes the language barrier. And people feel the Holy Ghost and feel the spirit of God regardless that's his way, yes. right, Amelia? Amen. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Very much so. All right, you now I want to talk about the signing that, oh, that Amelia did for a second really quick, because is that okay. American Sign Language, or what kind of signing are we talking about? It was American Sign Go ahead, honey. It, it was American Sign Language. Yes, it was. And I did it for a period of time, really enjoyed it. But then the Lord led me into a lady said, uh, asked me to come over to her house. And I'm like, okay. And she started showing me all these banners and these, uh, she had different outfits and I'm looking at her and I said, Oh, those are beautiful for you, but I don't want anything to do with that. But thank you for sharing your, you know, your feelings about it. And then God started working on me. And I have enjoyed, like, just like you said, when we worship with banners, when we worship and pray, everybody, because like you said, and like he said, there's no language barrier here. Everybody receives it. It's just such a beautiful place to do. And I love to worship God in banners. And I look back at that, how God kind of, I say, set me up. It was the best setup that I ever had. I've enjoyed. I've enjoyed it so much. Well, when God's in it, ladies and gentlemen, incredible things happen every time because it's his work, not our work, yes. ladies and gentlemen. Let's be yes. very clear about that. Now, Doug created a song. I should say God created a song through Doug is probably how it really ought to be uh, explained. Uh, it's called The Trumpet Sounds. And the trumpet sounds really is a clarion call to all of us. Let's play that uh, piece now.
gentlemen doug and amelia ford with me on your radio incredible song very symbolic indeed psalmsoflove.com their website featuring their music uh, featuring their incredible ministry all of us have the opportunity to hear the call of the trumpet the call of god almighty asking us to turn to him asking us to repent to change to take advantage of the love, the glory, the blessings that he wants to bestow on us, but he respects our agency, thus the call. Now, with this song, the trumpet sounds, God gave it to you with a double meaning, right, Doug? Yes, yes. Um, the, when, when he gave it to me, uh, it, was, it was actually back 
during uh, when the election was going on, or, you know, the the last election that was basically uh, stolen, as as I choose to say it, and God put on my heart. Actually, He put on my wife's heart to write a song of encouragement. Um, you know, for the for the body, for our country, even possibly for you know President Trump, and God started giving me pieces here and there, and it came about that he wanted he he really impressed on me to release the song on Rosh Hashanah, the Jewish New Year, and. I didn't question, I just put this together, but the double meaning is this. Heaven's trumpet, which is the shofar, the shofar was what was referred to as the trumpet. Joel 2.1 says, blow the trumpet, but in Hebrew, it's actually saying, blow the shofar. And the shofar was the ram's horn. So in the song, heaven's trumpet, it is referring to heaven's shofar. Now we all know in the end, that God himself is going to blow the great shofar to call his children home. And it, it was in reference to heaven blowing a shofar over our nation. God has blessed this nation. God's hand is still on this nation, even though it doesn't look like it with what we see going on. God's hand is still on this nation. This nation was given to God, dedicated to God by our forefathers. It was. Let me say this another way to be very clear and make it very personal, very individualistic. We yes. are his children, that and God is. knows every one of us, and he has not forgot his children. That's Amen. It. That's it, exactly. And so it is in regards to God's heaven, tr heaven's trumpet, heaven's shofar, blowing over our land, letting us know he is still with us in regards to calling us and declaring truth and liberty for us. It also, the double meaning God was given me is President Trump is also one of heaven's trumpets that has been sounding for our nation. President Trump is one of the only presidents that I know of in history, other unless we go back to our forefathers, that has truly stood for everything that is godly, that is right, that is for our freedom, for our liberty, for our life, uh, for truth, for justice, you name it. And in regards to it also showing him, he was sounding his voice on our behalf as a country. And in regards to the song's double meaning, it is letting us know that God is with us. He ordained President Trump to be president. It he was he was he was president not only by choice, but he was ordained to be our, our president. It's almost like President Trump has been referred to as a modern David. 
uh, in a sense, if, if you will, you know, in, in regards to King David in Israel. But that was the meaning that God gave to me. He wanted me to get it out uh, in during Rosh Hashanah. Um, so I've done that. I have released it. It is an encouragement to us as his children, as brothers and sisters, as a nation that is still one nation under God, and an encouragement to President Trump. And and I I do still say he is President Trump. And I'm, I'm now let, I'm let just, me throw some let me throw some relevance here uh, onto this so okay. people kind of understand. We're not telling okay. you that Trump's a perfect person. Trump's got a lot of baggage no. and he's got a lot of problems in his past. Okay, but yeah. despite that reality, God's ways are not our ways. That's and amazing. God That's understands right. that he can take imperfect people and impress yeah. upon them and carry out his will. And I'll give you the example yeah. that I really want to highlight here. Um, Donald Trump promoted pro-life more than any other president in modern day by far. Yeah. Okay, yeah. he spoke at the pro-life venues. Uh, he did his best to jettison Roe versus Wade uh, by uh, putting people on the Supreme Court. I mean, I can go on and on. He changed the uh, Mexico policy back to it being a Reagan-esque policy. I can go on and on. But the point I want to focus on is pro-life. And right now, ladies and gentlemen, God is the love that conquers all. And Amen. I am convinced that the Supreme Court justices who are dealing with this issue right now, yes. ladies and gentlemen, right now, we believe that prayer is a spiritual weapon mentioned in Ephesians 6 that can be used. And I, and I don't mean weapon in a bad way. I mean a defensive weapon so that we can yes. defend and protect these children. I believe yes. that, the, that the horn, mm -hmm. I believe that the trumpet can call those members of the Supreme Court to do what's right and change yes. back to a pro-life stance of our founding fathers and protect these little ones. That should be our prayer now. That should be our clarion hope for the trumpet to influence and call these mm -hmm. justices to choose wisely, to choose God. Amelia? Yes, we, we definitely do because they can't call out themselves the babies and we do need to stand in the gap because prayer moves everything. And God is not happy with us at all. And he is going to move however he moves. We don't ever put God in a box because he is always working behind the scene. Even though sometimes it doesn't look like stuff is being done, even from what's going on in the White House, it is happening. God is moving. And that's where we all have to stand. Our God is a big God. And he will remove what needs to be removed, and he will do what needs to be done. And he is not happy with us at all. But the song is Ladies and gentlemen, understand this it. reality. Uh, from a political point of view, George Washington, uh, in my opinion, a, a true, honorable, God-fearing uh, leader for Christ, yeah. a man who had the opportunity to take power and intentionally said no. Not going to do it. Will not do it. Those are one in a billion people uh, who have that yeah. kind of uh, understanding and humility, ladies and gentlemen. But George Washington had a vision of the future of America. 
And I don't know how many of you are familiar with it, but look it up because it'll give you the understanding, the reference point in which we make our comments here today. God is in charge. And in the end, it is a very fierce battle. It's the battle that was waged in heaven. You know what? Will people be able to choose for themselves as God and his plan called for? Or will we have Satan's plan, force? And Satan was rejected in that battle as as Satan was cast down, continues on the earth today. The issue is liberty versus tyranny. And what will you embrace? What will you support with your time? Well, anyway, in this vision General George Washington had, he highlighted that, you know what? We're about to lose the battle. But angels come to Mm. our sacred aid. Doug? Yes, yes. I remember hearing a story in regards to George Washington that I believe it was before the crossing of Delaware that he told all the troops that they were to be praying. They were putting up prayers before God, and he told the troops, it will only be by God that we win this war. And that is what happened. We know what happened after they crossed over Delaware. It changed, and the war went for the United States. So I remember that, and that's what this whole song, the song is an encouragement trumpet sounds, but it is a call for this nation, for brothers and sisters to get in prayer before God. That is how we fight. We fight on our knees, and we fight in prayer, and we have to do this as one body in unity, no more division. When you're in the presence of God, there is no division between anyone. It doesn't matter where your background is, what your language is, where you come from. There is no division in the body of Christ, literally no division. And we as one body need to be praying for this nation. We need to pray. And then we are going to win. It will, ladies and it gentlemen, will turn around. Ladies and gentlemen, Doug and Amelia Ford are with me. They have an incredible ministry for Christ. Psalmsoflove.com. Music, dance, banners, the word of God, prayer, worship. We can come together as God's children and make a difference. I'm blowing off the other breaks, but I can't blow off the bottom of the hour break. Radio stations depend on it for news. So we'll do that. We'll come right back. We've got a lot more to cover. Incredible ways we can get involved, ways we can hear the trumpet of God and come together as his children, as one. Will you help us? Protecting your liberties. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. The Supreme Court determined the Biden administration broke the law when they discontinued the Remain in Mexico policy. Officially known as Migrant Protection Protocol, it will start back up Monday as a deal has been reached again with Mexico. We also believe in following the law, and that's exactly what we're doing, as there was, uh, a, there was a ruling uh, that required us moving forward with implementation. Candidate Joe Biden in 2020. Seeking asylum has to do it in another country. That's never happened before in America. They're sitting in squalor on the other side of the river. Border guru Vice President Kamala Harris again last week offered no leadership on the border crisis. 
Senator Bob Dole, who overcame devastating World War II combat wounds to become a longtime Republican senator from Kansas, and his party's unsuccessful 1996 presidential nominee, died in his sleep Sunday at the age of 98. USA Radio News. Hi, this is Wayne Allen Root. Are you among the millions of Americans who feel uncertain when it comes to your health care? I'm happy to inform you there is a solution, and that solution is Liberty HealthShare. Liberty HealthShare is a community of like-minded people who work together to pay for their medical costs. There are no networks, so you choose your doctor, you choose your hospital. Liberty HealthShare allows you to easily decide how, when, and where you will access health care because our rights come from God, not government. It could be the best practical, moral, and economical choice for you and your family. It was for me. I joined... From city streets to back roads. From road warrior to carpooler. There are some things you can always count on. Like the reliability, durability, and power of Die Hard. America's most trusted auto battery. No matter where your journey takes you, count on Die Hard to get you started on the road ahead. Available at your local Advance Auto Parts and participating CarQuest stores. Parents of the Michigan high school shooter have been arrested and charged with involuntary manslaughter for allegedly buying their son the handgun used in the crime. The couple were hiding out in a commercial building. The owner of that building is cooperating with authorities. Police in the Detroit area had said they did think somebody had helped the parents of the accused Michigan shooter get into the building where they were found hiding on Saturday. That's when they were apprehended by police. But officials now say a Detroit area artist, 65-year-old Andre Sikora, originally of Poland, isn't charged with the crime but voluntarily contacted police after finding out about the Crumbly's arrests. Sikora is reportedly maintaining his innocence despite being connected with that building, and they say he's now fully cooperating with investigators. For USA Radio News, I'm Chris Barnes. A Chinese rover on the dark side of the moon has been exploring since early 2019. It discovered a strange-looking cube-shaped object it spotted in the distance. We should know more in the coming days. USA Radio News. Sabbath day to keep it holy, ladies and gentlemen. Yesterday I had a wonderful day of rest and relaxation. And some of Doug's incredible music, Doug Ford and his wife, Amelia, with us, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, they have a ministry, psalmsoflove.com. And uh, the music that Doug brings to the table comes from God through him. And he's got incredible songs with singing and voice like the trumpet sounds, but he's also got incredible instrumental music designed to help you reflect, to help you ponder God's majesty, God's love, and God's interest in our very lives. He's interested in the details of our lives. He has not forgot about you. He has not forgot about me. And Doug and Amelia Ford's ministry is designed, ladies and gentlemen, as a non-denominational multicultural ministry. Why? Because the body of Christ is one in him. 
no matter where we live, no matter where we choose to worship. The, our ministry, they say, is very passionate about encouraging and helping the body of Christ to grow into a deeper, loving relationship with God. When we go deeper into his presence, ladies and gentlemen, we change. There is true healing and freedom. Their ministry does this through worship, teaching, song, dance. Wow, ladies and gentlemen, you gotta love it. And this is the kind of stuff that we really need to think about as times get tougher, as the world becomes more polarized. We need to hear the trumpet's call. We need to repent and change and come unto Christ. And as we do rich blessings, I'm gonna say that again for emphasis, rich blessings are awaiting. God's love can wrap us all in this huge blanket of comfort and strength and success, humility and honor as we honor him and serve one another. That's America, ladies and gentlemen. That's America. We believe that prayer is a wonderful tool, a weapon. We need to pray for the Supreme Court justices that they choose life. That's a critical reality-based political situation we're involved in now. But I say that it's not political, it's moral. Do you have the morality to stand with Donald Trump and others for life? We believe that just like Paul, he taught about the armor of God, that our worship is also a spiritual solution. Amelia, let's start there for a second. If we really, any battle that we have, if we take it and we lay it at God's feet, we pray, we pray the word of God because the word of God is a two-edged sword and we leave it in God's hands. We always stand for truth in love and it all has to be in love because what is going on in our nation right now is not love. We have to stand in love. If you feel one way and I feel another way, I need to let you be who you are and you need to let me be who I am. But I also has to stand on the word of God. If it does not stand on the word of God, we don't want that. We don't want that. But we have to love the person and help them to see the light of God, the light of God. Love light and truth ladies and gentlemen critical as we stand together to restore the greatest country on the face of the earth and realize that it's not government we look to it's god almighty so doug yeah. uh, received a a testimony if you will through song the song is god is the love that conquers all let's play that now cam Each day becomes a challenge 
just to get up out of bed You were hurt by those you trusted It's enough to spin your head But you have dreams within your heart That only you can give So lift your head
Ladies and gentlemen, hear him. Worship him. Psalm 22, 3 states that God inhabits our praise. And whenever he is present, there is always victory, ladies and gentlemen. Understand that those who want to destroy our liberties will not succeed. You got that? I got news for them. They will fail. God is the love that conquers all is the name of that song, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, really uh, created by God, sent through Doug Ford. Doug and Amelia Ford, a husband and wife team, have an incredible ministry. Yeah, non-denominational, multicultural ministry to bring us all together to worship and learn about and be involved in following God. Psalmsoflove.com is their website with music and dance and a whole lot more. Now, God is the love that conquers all is a song, but there's a book that goes with this as well, right, Doug? Uh, yes. Uh, God gave me a book later after the song uh, to collate with it. It goes into a further, uh, a further explanation on how, the, uh, how his love can conquer all. And it actually is free on our website. If you go to psalmsoflove.com and slash books, you can download the PDF of it. And I mean, it's free for anybody. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you can get that as a free download on the website, right? Yes, yes. It, it's a free, a free PDF uh, of the book. It goes along with the song, and it's encouraging. When God gave me the song, he gave it to me to where the song, the core meaning, it is his love conquers all. Um, you know, it takes us through the trials we didn't choose. We know, uh, for example, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, we know the story. They refused to bow down to the idol, but they were not rescued from the fire. I heard a pastor speaking uh, this recently. They were thrown into the fire. It was not until they were in the fire where they were rescued. They did go through the fire, but then they came out not even smelling like smoke. So the point that you need to know here, ladies and gentlemen, is there was still a faith challenge uh, for <laughs> even those three. They had this. That would be a faith challenge if I've ever seen one. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Very much so, very much But they so. remained I mean, faithful, most... ladies and gentlemen. The Lord rewarded them with his yes. omnipotent protection. And that's what yes. he can do for us, ladies and gentlemen, if we're willing. Why do I say if we're willing? Because he doesn't force these things on us. That's not the way God works. God works through love. God works through gentle persuasion. God works through leadership and power. God works through love. And love, in my mind, is equivalent to trust. And that conquers all, ladies and gentlemen. Let's talk about some of the testimonies from your ministry, Amelia. Okay. Um, we've had a number of them where we just go into a service. And, of course, you know how God is. He just moves magnificently. And we have one lady in a service. She was a massage therapist, and she had been having some problems with her hand. And we weren't aware of it. And she said during the service with the praise and worship, her hand was healed. And we give God all the glory. And it was just through the worship. She didn't let anybody know, you know, which she don't have to. God knows. That's all that needs to know. 
and God moved mightily. No laying on of hands. Sometimes God does require that we lay hands on people, but God just moved throughout the service. It was it was beautiful. Uh, we have a, uh, we do have another incident. Um, we have prayed for uh, many times that God would set people free, that He would heal them, that He would deliver them in worship, e- even without anyone laying hands on them. But we had a friend uh, to where, in regards to how powerful prayer really is, we had a dear friend whose brother um, had cancer and was was dying from cancer. And his brother lived in Puerto Rico, and, and this happened to be a brother that we, we ministered with in one of the Spanish churches that God had had us at at the time. And he stood in the gap for his brother, and so we laid hands on him praying for his brother and praying for healing from the cancer. And I think it was about two weeks later that our, uh, our friend told us his brother went back to the doctor and the cancer was gone. So prayer is truly a weapon of warfare, spiritual weapon of warfare that we have. And we don't realize a lot of times how powerful that weapon is. We really don't. I think it's important never to underestimate the power of prayer. I believe the prayer is, in a way, a passport to spirituality. If you want to become one with God, if you want to learn to follow Christ, if you want to, uh, then you pray to him. Uh, and, and I kind of think of Fiddler on the Roof and Tevia. And I know his relationship uh-huh. is a little bit sacrilegious <laughs> in a way. You kind of go, oh, That's boy. <laughs> but the truth is, you know what? It wasn't sacrilegious at all because God was his friend. Mm-hmm. And he yeah. thought of God, his father, as his friend. And and, yeah. and I hope our children think of us as our friends, too. Not friends to oh. where, you know, hey, there's no leadership or responsibility. But friends as in I genuinely care about you. When that trust is there, friendship and fellowship is there. Anyway, and so uh, Tevya literally jokes and kind of has a sense of humor, as does Almighty God. Uh, but it really highlights kind of this. You need to develop a relationship with your God. And as you do, he will guide your steps. He will direct your paths. Yes. That's what we're getting yes. at, right? That's yeah, oh, yes. That's what we're getting at. In, in a way, prayer is like um, going, to, going to the table. If, if, my, if my child was to come to the table and ask for, you know, something that was on the table, I said, of course, I'm, I'm going to give it to him, you know. And, and it, it, it's, not, it's not that we have to come begging and pleading. Huh? God wants us to see him as a papa. Uh, the, 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 the very word Abba in Hebrew means my father, my father, which translates in our uh, terms as daddy. Very, very intimate in the Jewish uh, uh, language. And that's how Papa God wants us to see him. He loves us that much. I mean, we know he gave everything he had for us, Jesus came willingly. Jesus wasn't forced. He wasn't even forced on the cross. They couldn't have put him on the cross unless he allowed them to. And you were talking about decisions, you know, and, 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 and choices just a few minutes ago. There are really only two choices. And I heard, I heard someone say this uh, just not too long ago, and I love how they said this, and I just want to share this. 
in regards to there's only two races, those who believe and those who don't believe. And that's it. Otherwise, we are one. We and we were meant to be as one. And God is our father. And the, uh, the two choices is that we know the two thieves that were beside Jesus. One chose him and one did not. And that's it. That's all in life. And God has done everything he can to plead us, to pull us, to tug us, to nudge us, to choose his love because his love is unabounding and his love changes everything. His love, it, uh, the Bible even says that a soft answer will do away with wrath. It is his love that will change everything. And that is what the meaning of that song was. He wanted me to present it and not so much on that one as a, uh, you know, as a, as a preachy type song, uh, but as a song that anyone listening to, even if they don't know God, could start seeing the, you know, start seeing the picture and God could draw them into himself. And then, of course, the book that goes along with it does the same thing. But the core meaning of that song, Love Conquers All, God is that love. What God is offering is living water, ladies and gentlemen. And this living water that he offers, he doesn't force it to you, uh, but he does make it available. And so it's really a song of invitation. It's really a song Mm. of I have living water, I have life. I have love, I have what conquers all, I have the solution, and my invitation is to all, not some, all of my children. Yes. Uh, that's my understanding. All right, Doug, where is your ministry physically? Do you guys have a, a worship, do you worship in a building, or do you have online services? How does that all work? Uh, we, we have on li- the website online, and uh, you go to the website, and you can watch the videos that we put together. Uh, you can get the songs if you want to. Uh, we're in Florida, and but we worship where God leads us. We go uh, where God directs us. You know, a, a church opens the door to, for us to come, you know, and do a worship service. That That's what God is leading us to do. And so we... we but we're physically in Florida is where we are, you know, where, where the sunshine is nice. <laughs> <laughs> but that's where we're at. But, yeah. Where, where do you see the future of this going to be? Obviously, it's growing. Obviously, uh, it's sorely needed in our society. Uh, but what do you guys think? Has God given you guys kind of a hint of the future? We're getting ready to go into a revival where there's going to be all brothers and all sisters of every nationality, of every language, worshiping together in all languages. We may sing a song. I can worship listening to someone sing a worship song in Hebrew or in Spanish, in Italian, in Japanese. It doesn't matter the language because I feel the presence of God through the Spirit. And it's going in that direction. God, it's like the Bible says, God wants us to worship him in spirit and truth and pure love for him. 
Ladies and gentlemen, you may not have an apostolic calling such as Peter. You may not be called by Christ to throw down your net and follow him. In other words, you may not, in an, in an apostolic uh, scenario, uh, be required uh, that kind of 24-7 uh, dedication. But make no mistake, ladies and gentlemen, the trumpet sounds. Make no mistake, the clarion call is to each one of us individually to follow him to make changes in our lives, to make the important things important. And if the pandemic, fake or real, uh, is uh, any indication, this is to really wake us up, ladies and gentlemen, to what do you really believe? Do you believe that the armor of God happens through worship and prayer? Do you believe that the trumpet sounds calling you? Do you believe in God's love conquering all? The founding fathers sure did, Amelia. Yes. Yes, I did. And I think that is the thing that we really need to focus on. When we're going through difficult times, when the media is just sabotaging us with all these lies, all this deceit, that we need to get into praise and worship, get on our knees, seek the word, and that will give them the give us the freedom that we need. God does not want us living in fear. He wants us to be victorious. And we can't buy into everything that is on the news media. We seek God and we find the answer. There is only peace in the presence of God. Only in the presence of God. And it it's peace beyond our imagination, our understanding. And there's, and there's no peace anywhere else other than that. Ladies and gentlemen, there is peace in Christ. Ladies and gentlemen, there is peace in God's love. And the reason we wanted to spend this hour with you today in such religious matters is because our founding fathers taught us very clearly that, you know what? The liberties that we enjoy, the country that we've been given by their sacrifice is only for a moral and a religious people let's be very clear about that amelia give us your website again psalmsoflove.com there you have it ladies and gentlemen doug and amelia doing a great job really telling the tale of who we are. We came from God, we can return to God. Where we came from, why we're here, and where we're going. And how we can come together and serve one another and serve our God. Psalmsoflove.com. Doug, you got about 30 seconds. You get the last word, sir. I want to say thank you for having us on here. And I want to encourage everyone Seek God first. That is the only place you're going to find true peace. He loves you so much. He really does. God bless. God bless. And as we learn to follow Christ, our love is increased, ladies and gentlemen. The love of Christ, ladies and gentlemen, is the solution to the problems we face in America today. Learning to become one, learning to obey and keep his commandments, 
receiving blessings as we do so. That is the key, ladies and gentlemen. The founding fathers understood it. It wasn't about denominations. It wasn't about the keys to theology and dividing over opinions. It was about coming together, following Christ, and realizing that God, not government, is where solutions, love, answers, and peace are found. For Doug and Amelia Ford and Sam Bushman, thank you so much for all you do. Psalmsoflove.com. This nation shall endure. God save the republic.